This is Shelby Hansen, and you are listening to episode 12, Your Relationship with Yourself. Welcome to the Creating Your Beautiful Life podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Hansen. I'm an invisible illness warrior, kidney transplant recipient, speech and language expert, mom to four, and life coach for people who have gone through incredible health challenges. On this podcast, I teach you how to move forward from difficulty and disappointment into joy and abundance as you take charge of creating your own beautiful life. Hey guys, how's it going? I am so excited to be with you today. We just finished up a six-week course, and it was called Creating the Best You in Time for 2022. It was so fun going through this material and helping some amazing ladies get into the right mindset for what they want to introduce into their lives, what goals they want to set, what intentions they want to put out for the entire year of 2022. So that's what I've been up to. What have you been up to? I thought that it would be really fun today, the week before Christmas, to talk about a relationship that sometimes people don't even recognize it's a relationship. We even forget it. And that is the relationship with yourself. I wanted to start out with a quote. I love Marianne Williamson's writings. And she says, our self-perception determines our behavior. If we think we're small, limited, inadequate creatures, then we tend to behave that way. And the energy we radiate reflects those thoughts no matter what we do. If we think we're magnificent creatures with an infinite abundance of love and power to give, then we tend to behave that way. Once again, the energy around us reflects our state of awareness. Isn't that so powerful? Our self-perception determines our behavior. It's just like the model. Our thoughts determine our feelings that creates our actions. Our actions are our behaviors. So when you think that you're small and you're incapable and insecure, then that's how we tend to behave. There's nothing wrong with it. Sometimes we just act that way. I know I do. Like throughout the day, I do. (laughs) but when we truly recognize how amazing we are, we have this infinite abundance of love and power to give. That's when I show up the best for all of the people around me. Okay. So I want to ask you, why do you think that we often leave ourselves out of the equation? When I ask people about their priorities I've had sometimes people tell me all of the things in all of the order and they'll leave themselves out. And it's just fascinating to me because I used to do that too. I was like, my relationship with myself, who cares? I exist. Everything's fine. <laughs> Everything was not fine. <laughs> but because I didn't think that I had a relationship with myself, I just had one that wasn't very kind to me and I wasn't paying attention to it on top of that. And sometimes, you know, we think it's kind of noble to be thinking only about other people. And of course, do we want to be in full service of people all the time? For sure. But you can't do that if you are not filling up your cup. 
We've often heard the analogy, you can't pour from an empty cup. And really, whatever you're filling your cup up with, if it's that small inadequacies or if it's this infinite abundance, like when that cup spills over, whatever's inside the cup is going to come spilling out. We want to be able to give to the people in our lives from a place of abundance. Okay. I've talked about this a little bit before, but I want to reintroduce this concept that relationships between other people and us, they exist in our minds only. It's only our brains that create our thoughts that we have about other people. So you could be thinking, oh, I've got a good relationship with that person. That person might not be thinking you have a good relationship because we don't know exactly what they're thinking. We can't be physically in their brains and understand what they are actually thinking. So if you feel like you have a good relationship with someone, it actually doesn't matter what they think. You could just have a good relationship with them. And I found the opposite to be true too. Sometimes I feel like, oh, I've got a really bad relationship with that person. They don't even know I think that and they think everything's great. This is how we know that that's where the relationship exists, what we're thinking about those people. And also I have some of the most fond relationships with people who are no longer alive. The relationship didn't just end because they died. I'm still having thoughts about them. And that means that I'm still relating with them. When I think loving thoughts about the people in my life, I feel love in my body. For somebody else, their emotions come from their thinking. I cannot create that for them no matter what. It's already hard enough for me to keep track of my thinking sometimes. How could I possibly do that for someone else's brain? At the end of the day, I'm just the facts in someone else's life. I'm the circumstance in their model. It only takes one person to change their thoughts for a relationship and how people are behaving towards each other to change completely. Now, years ago, I had a friend who was experiencing some trauma And she thought that she could say things that would hurt me. And then I wouldn't love her anymore. The truth is that I could see that she was hurting. And so I removed myself from the situation. But she couldn't make me feel hate for her, even if she tried. I had love for her because I could see she was hurting. We can't make people react the way that we want them to. I mean, sometimes... We feel like it works and then we start to mistake that and we think we do have control over them, but we really don't. And why would we? That'd be a little strange, like really trying to want to control everything that somebody else thinks or does. I just think, would I want somebody to try to do that to me? It's kind of weird, right? So if you can see how your thoughts dictate your relationship with others, Have you considered what your relationship with yourself is? How do you treat yourself? What do you think about yourself? If you're a human living in a modern country with media outlets, social media, influencers, chances are you have internalized a lot of terrible things about yourself if your mind is left unchecked. From little kids, we're told that we're not pretty enough, we're not thin enough, smart enough, funny enough interesting enough so that we'll buy products that people are selling to try to make us more of those things. 
And over the years, this kind of messaging can be so damaging. And there's other people in your life that will believe these stories too. And they'll try to convince you that they are real, that you should do these things so that you can be enough of that thing. That you should lose a little weight to be more desirable. That you shouldn't stand up and talk so loud. You should be more quiet and submissive. Whatever the messaging you've received, it's going to be different for everyone. There's one overarching one that I hear from my clients over and over again. I'm just not good enough. I'm not enough. There's something wrong with me. Can you see how that kind of thinking is influencing the relationship you have with yourself? If relationships exist in our mind and the quality of your relationship is directly dependent on the quality of the thoughts you're thinking, you can see where I'm going here. I'm not good enough is an opinion. It's a thought. When you think it over and over, it becomes a belief, but it's never been a fact. So it's time to start examining, what are the thoughts that I have about myself? Those of us with chronic illnesses have often neglected our bodies for so long, living in our heads and making our brains be the boss of us, not listening to what our bodies are longing to explain to us, that they need rest, that they need nourishment, that they need movement. And then we add on these beliefs about ourselves like, I'm not good enough, that puts us into some sort of a scarcity mindset of there not being enough or that we aren't enough. And that fear brings us emotional and sometimes even physical pain. So what is the solution to all of this? I'm going to give you three tips to rewriting your relationship with yourself. The first is to simply be aware of what you're thinking. So often we don't even recognize that the things we're thinking about ourselves matter and that the things that we're thinking are not usually facts or even unequivocally true. Have you ever seen a photo of someone that doesn't match up to typical societal beauty standards, but when you look at the picture, all you can see is their radiance and beauty? What about someone you love? Are you picking apart how they look or do you see their beauty? for what they truly are. Think about your grandmother or a sister. Our bodies are an outward manifestation of our inward being, but they're not the whole of who we are. But because our bodies are our vessels, it's so important to not only take care of them, but to love them. This is the only body you get. Pay attention to how you're speaking to her. Is there part of your body that you've been insecure about and hated your whole life? Just be onto your brain that's been trying to convince you for so long about how something has gone wrong with you. Okay, the second piece after awareness is to look at the feelings that these thoughts that you've been having are creating for you. If it's a sad or disappointing kind of feeling, Don't be afraid to lean into it. Resisting it only causes more tension, fear, and shame in your body. I refer to it a lot, but there's a great podcast about embracing your negative emotions. I'd highly encourage you to go back and revisit that if you are still wondering, how do I do that? How do I look at the feelings that I'm feeling and allow those to exist? And how do I process an emotion? 
allowing yourself to examine and let your body feel the emotion, I believe, is one of the highest forms of self-care that exists and one that's hardly ever talked about. So, and last, the third tip that I have for you today is to have you decide what kind of a relationship you want to have with yourself. You are not just your body. What are you doing for your soul or your spirit? What makes your heart sing? Do you love to create little things or bake or do secret acts of kindness? Think about what your spirit longs to do and create some space for her to do that. We can talk about self-care all day long, but if you think it's just fancy bubble baths and pedicures, you're sorely mistaken. True self-care is carving out little pockets of moments to take care of your soul's desires too. Because when you start listening to your soul's whisperings and your body's whisperings, you start to create a relationship with yourself that you're going to love. One that's completely within your reach. I could tell you all day why it's so important to be taking care of you, but you already know. No one else can do this for you. It's your life's journey. If you want to live a life of meaning and purpose, you must begin by honoring your relationship with yourself. Because once you really respect her, your whole life is going to change. Your relationships with other people will get so much easier. You're not going to be constantly fighting against yourself. This is where healing happens. Life is still going to be 50-50. There's still going to be opposition in all things. 50% of your life is going to be amazing and 50% of it's going to be terrible. But now you're not the cause of some of the suffering for yourself. And it's easier to move through life with ease when you're not constantly fighting with yourself. So to leave off today, I'd like to have you ask yourself some of these questions today. What is something kind I can do for myself today? Where can I show myself love in a place that I usually create hate for myself? What brings my soul delight? When was the last time I was delighted? And how can I recreate that emotion today? All right. I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your week. I can't wait to talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you're looking for a life coach to work with, what are you waiting for? Let's coach together today. Hope you have a wonderful week creating beauty wherever you go.